You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. Today on Ari Snapshots, we're chatting with PhD candidate Juan Lu. Ari Insight recently featured one of Juan's papers, a novel PSBA mutation confers resistance to PS2 herbicides in wild radish, and that was in the Ari Insight blog, Wild Radish Resistant to Atrazine Supersensitive Tripramoxanol, which can be read on the Ari website under the Ari Insight tab. So we're going to be chatting with Juan Lu about that paper today. First of all, how are you going, Juan? Hi. Yeah, I'm good. Thanks. Now, firstly, can you tell us a little bit about how this research came about? Uh, yes. Um, well, in the study, we found a novel PSBA gene mutation, which confers modest resistance to several PS2-inhibiting herbicides in wild radish for the first time. PSBA gene is the target gene of PS2-inhibiting herbicides, and we firstly sequenced the full length of PSBA gene of the resistant plants and found a new amino acid substitution, which is phenylalanine 274 valine. And then we characterized the resistant patterns of this population, and results found that this population, which has the new gene mutation, is resistant to atrazine, metribuzin, and dara. In addition, we surprisingly found that wild radish population, which had the serine 264 glycine mutation, is super sensitive to bromoxynil. And this mutation is well known for conferring high resistance to triazine and triazino herbicides. Yeah, really interesting. So as you mentioned there, your research found that atrazine-resistant radish is easy to kill with bromoxynil. How did you make this significant finding? Can you go into a little bit more detail? Uh, Yep. And actually, specifically, we can't can't say that atrazine-resistant radish is is easy to kill with bromoxynil as the reasons for atrazine resistance are many. We only can say that radish, which has serine-264-glycine mutation, is easy to kill with bromoxynil. Like I said before, serine 264 glycine mutation has been reported in many wheat species, and this mutation gives plants high resistance to triazine and triazino herbicides like atrazine, simazine, and metribuzin. And as we know, in Australia, atrazine, simazine, or metribuzin are used widely to control radish. But Radishes are not afraid of these herbicides as long as they have this serine 264 glycine mutation, uh, which means these herbicides are not effective to control radish. But currently, we found that this mutation induces supersensitivity to bromoxynil, which means radish can be killed or at least controlled by bromoxynil. And moreover, bromoxynil can kill radish within two or three days, so this herbicide moves really fast. And I think this gives us another hint to control radish in the field. Excellent. Yeah, that's really good news for farmers. Now, what are some of the other key findings that you made in this study? Because you did find quite a bit. Can Uh, you go into a little bit of detail about that? Okay. And in the research, we used 3D modeling, structural modeling, to predict if this new gene mutation really confers PS2 herbicide resistance. And modeling results revealed that when phenylalanine 274, this amino acid is substituted by valine in the D1 protein. The hydrogen bonds between the protein and atrazine is decreased, so the binding between the atrazine and the protein is weakened. But when serine 264 
This amino acid is substituted by glycine, the hydrogen bonds between the D1 protein, this target protein, and bromoxynil is increased, indicating the binding is strengthened. So we believe that the reason that gene mutation affects the herbicide resistance is mainly due to the change of hydrogen bonds. So this is another new findings in our research. Yeah, interesting. And will you be doing any further research in that space? Uh, yep, we are doing, uh, the research is underway now. Okay, yep. so when can we expect some more results, do you think? Um, we are expecting it in the next few months, I think. Okay, cool. Yep. Well, we'll catch up with you again in the future okay, to see what cool. you find. Lastly, Juan, can you give us an idea of what some of the practical applications of this research are in the field? Sure. As I know, there is a large area in the north of Western Australia which has a long history of lupin and wheat rotation. This rotation relies on simazin to control reddish. But due to long-term application, reddish has involved high resistance to trising herbicides, like I said, simazin. So these trising herbicides are no longer effective to control reddish. But now we found bromoxynil has the potential to control reddish. So I think this study gives us some insight and help us to understand what we're seeing in the field. But yes, still has a long way to go. Yeah, very interesting research and obviously not a silver bullet. Obviously, if you're only using bromoxynil in the field, that's probably not something we would advise. Diversity is important. But yeah, very interesting finding and helpful for the growers and agronomists out there to be aware of. So thank you very much, Juan. Thanks, Jess.